When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Hour three of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show is here on this Friday. I cannot believe how the time is flying. We've covered a lot of ground. If you missed anything, please go back, listen to it on the podcast. Also, if you ever miss us on one of our 400 plus fantastic radio affiliates, you can listen on demand on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcast, the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. Uh, and clayandbuck.com is the website for show updates and more. One thing that has been a recurring theme all along here of COVID is, you know how they always say, Clay, that real communism has never been tried, which is an excuse for every failure. Every failure of communism, the old joke is, is that real communism has never been tried. Real masking, apparently, has never been tried. Real vaccination, if you look at it, in terms of the unvaccinated and everything, never been tried. This is always the way it goes. They want us to mask down, lock down harder. That's the way this always goes. And that includes boosters. And we've got our friend Alex Berenson with us now to talk about that. You should go subscribe to his Substack, please. The Alex Berenson Substack. I'm a subscriber, full disclosure. And it's because he's kicked off of Twitter, which is complete madness. And Elizabeth Warren wanted to kick him off of Amazon. But Alex, we will get to that. Thanks for being with us. Thanks. Thanks, Buck. Let's start with the boosters. Um, I'm I'm kind of amazed at how the 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 Biden narrative here seems to be. Yeah, you know, we're just FDA meeting right now talking about the boosters. You know, there's a little back and forth, but don't worry about it. We got this. Seems like a pretty big deal to me, Alex. And how much research and data can they really have about what a third shot is going to be like in terms of efficacy and side effects? Um, so, so they have next to no data. And let's talk about that. But before even we get to that, this is insane, okay? The two, two of the chief FDA officials around vaccines are resigning, okay, later this, later this fall. They both announced they're leaving the FDA. 
And they both signed a major letter to the Lancet, which is, you know, arguably the best medical journal in the world this week, basically saying, we don't think boosters are a good idea. Okay. And so the, imagine if Donald Trump had done this. Okay. Imagine if Donald Trump had come out a month before a meeting and said, we, you need a third shot. You need a third shot of my vaccine, the Trump vaccine. And, and yeah, the FDA hasn't said anything about it yet, but don't you worry. They're going to say it's fine. Okay. Can you imagine what the media response correctly to that would be? They'd be trying to tar and feather him and they'd be saying, oh, he's, you know, it's for Pfizer. It's for Pfizer's profits. And we don't know what this is going to do. And we don't know what the side effects are. That's just as true with, with Joe Biden as president as it is with Donald Trump as president. Okay. It's just that the media will not report anything negative about Biden, and so they're ignoring this unbelievable thing that's happened. All right, Alex, this is Clay. I appreciate you coming on with us. You, we were just talking about in, I think it was in July, you were in studio with us, and we were talking about the data from Israel and the data from England, high vaccination countries, and what it foretold for us. Given where we are now in mid to late September, what are you seeing and where are we headed to the best of your knowledge? So, so if, you know, if you think that Israel and Britain are sort of a few weeks ahead of the U.S., which has been the case all along, and which the chief scientist at Pfizer said on a Zoom call about 10 days ago, and he was taped saying it and didn't, you know, didn't deny saying it, what happens in Israel first happens in the U.S. later, then we're, we're in trouble. We are, you know, we had a big spike in the summer, and now we've had sort of a bit of a, you know, it's, it's, things haven't really gone down, but they stopped going up. But if you believe, um, you know, that vaccine efficacy is, is fading, then we're going to have a spike this fall um, because all the people who didn't get sick last year who got vaccinated and got some temporary protection, um, that protection is going to roll off just like it rolled off in Israel. And that's and that's why the Biden administration is panicking. I, Alex, because- I got to throw this at you because this is what right now. You know, you, well, I was going to say, you know what the blue checks on Twitter are like, but you may have started to forget, considering that they ridiculously kicked you off of Twitter. But everyone should go to Alex Berenson's Substack, subscribe to it. He'll email you directly uh, his research and, and his thoughts on all of this. And uh, Alex, I, I what I keep coming up against is this. And I just want you to make sense of this for people. We are told constantly the drumbeat, the talking point, you know, of, among all talking points from the Biden team is Ninety nine percent, give or take, of the hospitalized and the people that are dying from covid are unvaccinated. What is the truth or lack thereof in that statement? Yeah, it's a total lie. OK, I, it's a total lie. The, the way they come up with that is they basically they calculated based on everybody who died from the day the first vaccine went into somebody's arm in December. OK, so. So most of those people died long before vaccinations existed, essentially. Right now, and because the U.S. data is so politicized and so terrible, we don't have a good number nationally. But you can look, for example, in Vermont. Now, Vermont is the most vaccinated state in the country, and it's, it's also pretty rural, and it had relatively little COVID infection um, you know, in, in 2020 and much of 2021. Vermont just had more cases, more positive tests, than any than it's than it had ever had before two days ago okay and 20 people in vermont that's a relatively small state 20 people in vermont i think it was 23 um have died of covid since the beginning of august eight or ten i think i'm sorry 10 of those people are vaccinated so that's almost 50 percent in vermont okay 
And there, there are other states where you can kind of pluck out the data bit by bit, but it's sort of hard to do. And you got to, you know, you got to find the right website and you got to go back and do the math. But where we have this data, it's, it's not 99%. It might be 50 to 70% of people uh, are unvaccinated. And in Britain, where the data is real and it's good, only 25% of people are unvaccinated who are dying of COVID right now. And that is a, that is a real number. So let me, let me Israel, cut that. So 75, 75% of the people that are dying in England right now are vaccinated? That's right. 70% are fully vaccinated and 5% have had one dose. All right, so, percent are unvaccinated. So I That's want to go correct. into this, Alex. This is what Buck and I have been talking about. Yesterday, we got doctors calling in, starting to talk about this. There is a thesis, and I think you have hinted at this before. Again, hypothesis, I probably should say, because the data tells us a story, and part of the job of science is to look at the data and come up with hypotheses for why that data is appearing as it is. There is a thesis among some doctors that what is going on here is the vaccinated are the ones who are spreading the virus at a high level. And I feel almost like a crazy man even sharing this because it's in such direct contravention to what we are being told by the Biden White House. But there is a thesis out there, and I want you to explain it to people and say whether you think there's any legitimacy to this thesis that some doctors are sharing. And the thesis would be this. The vaccination gives such a high rate of the virus that people who are vaccinated are shedding that and many other people are getting COVID from the vaccinated. In other words, it isn't the unvaccinated that are spreading it to the vaccinated. It's the exact opposite. So, so, so that's actually not the thesis. Okay. The, I messed it that's up. The, that, yeah. And that's the thing. If you mess it up like that, then people who are the blue checks and the vaccine fanatics will jump on you and say, you're crazy. There's no such thing as vaccine shedding. You're an idiot. Okay. This is why you have to be careful about it. Here's the real thesis. Okay. okay. The real thesis is that for some people, especially healthy people, the vaccine confers partial protection. Okay. So, so if you're pretty young and healthy and you get vaccinated and you get infected, you can be walking around with really high levels of virus in your blood post-infection. Okay. Separate from the vaccine. And the vaccine is protecting you enough that you don't have symptoms. So you become a super spreader who's capable of spreading this virus both to people who are vaccinated and are unvaccinated because what's called your CT threshold, which is a, it doesn't matter what it is, but your CT threshold is low. And a low CT threshold is, means you have a really high viral load in your blood. So I get the vaccine. I'm 30 years old and healthy. I give really high levels of antibodies for some reason. I, I have a breakthrough infection. I then, for whatever reason, have a lot of the vaccine actually actually takes off. I'm sorry, the virus actually takes off in my blood, in my body. I wind up with a lot of virus, a heavy viral load, but I don't have symptoms, and I spread that rapidly. This is this is not a this is not some crazy conspiracy theory. There's very good evidence that this is happening, and one bit of evidence came out about a month ago. There's a paper out of Wisconsin, and they compared viral loads in people who were vaccinated and people who weren't, and they found just as high viral loads in people who were not vaccinated as people who were. Alex, there was this number that came out, and everyone should go check out Alex's Substack. You have to subscribe to it, sign up for it, go to Substack, and uh, type in Alex Berenson. Alex, the uh, Biden administration, President Biden himself actually, said one in 5,000 cases 
are breakthrough cases. Put a comma okay. behind that for a second okay. because <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. For one in five thousand are breakthrough cases. Meanwhile, I spoke to Ron DeSantis's office this morning just to check on the numbers in the state of Florida. They're saying that at their main monoclonal antibody sites, over fifty percent. Granted, it's like fifty-two to fifty-five percent of people are fully vaxxed, desperate for monoclonal antibodies. So, what gives? I- I can't, I can't, this makes me crazy. You heard me just yelling. I can't stand this, okay? This number is a, just nonsense. Somebody, actually somebody I didn't know who I used to, and I guess I still respect him, at the New York Times said, your chances of having a breakthrough infection are one in 5,000, okay? One in 5,000 per day. That's not how we calculate risk about anything, okay? You calculate it on a reasonable time period, like a year, one in 5,000 per day means a 7% chance of being infected over the course of a year if you're vaccinated. That's what he said. But the Biden administration loved this because it sounds so little. So they said one in 5,000 per day. Or they didn't say one in 5,000 per day. They said one in 5,000. And then they said hospitalizations were one in 160,000 right. per day. This is what These people are lying and spinning like crazy. And, and it's, it's bad. Okay, Buck? It is really and it is really bad that they're doing this because the biology doesn't change how much you spin it, okay? And people are getting sick and dying. Some of those people are vaccinated. Some of those people are not vaccinated. And the effort to try to turn the vaccinated against the unvaccinated and cause the unvaccinated the vaccinated to blame the unvaccinated for this is crazy, okay? The problem is not vaccine hesitancy. The problem is that the vaccines don't work very well. There actually aren't that many real hardcore anti-vaxxers in the United States. If you look at the data about children and vaccines, more than 90% of children under two get their vaccines essentially on schedule. Okay, that's kids. People are willing to give even their children vaccines that work. The reason there's hesitancy here is because these vaccines don't work. If we if we had. Yeah. And and I want to go to that. If the Biden administration got their absolute dream scenario. And we had a 100% COVID vaccination rate, at least among adults, or 12 plus, or whatever you want to say. Would that actually change very much in terms of the COVID infection rate across this country, Alex? No, because because that's what they have in Israel and, and the UK. And they have, and Israel had more COVID infections three days ago than they'd had in the history of COVID. Okay, they are at where we're supposed to be, and it's not doing them any good. The vaccines work for a couple of months at most, and that's why you're seeing this booster push. But I'm here. Here's where I thought you guys were going before. The, the, the issue around boosters is there's a real risk, and I'm not saying this is happening. We don't have evidence that this is happening right now, but we have evidence that it's a risk that the vaccine can cause the virus to mutate in a way that makes the vaccine less effective. And the worst version of that scenario is something called antibody-dependent enhancement, where the vaccine causes the virus to mutate, not just in a way that makes it less effective, but that actually it then, it then actually uses the antibodies that the vaccine has created to attack your cells more efficiently. So okay? it basically that, puts the vaccine does, in that theory, on steroids and is creating the variants to make it more virulent. That's that's basically correct. Okay, yeah. and if that happens and we are boosting people's antibodies, we are going to regret it.
Alex Barron said, everybody, go subscribe to his Substack. Alex, always appreciate it, man. Thanks for the work you do. Thanks, guys. I'm sorry if I get excited. No. we, we <laughs> well, That's why we need that's you. That's why we, we need, need to have you here, man. We'll have up. you back on soon. Thank you. You know, Clay, we'll, we'll come back into more of this because there's a lot there. But there are online security breaches going on every day, all the time. They don't get reported that much because it's not new news, right? But the reality is there's so many security breaches happening and that's because your valuable data is online. You don't want your data in the wrong hands. The best way to protect yourself is making your data private, okay? You do that by using a VPN, a virtual private network. ExpressVPN is the one Clay and I use. It secures your data online by creating a virtual pipeline that's both private and anonymous. No online hacker will see it, even if you're on the same Wi-Fi network where a lot of data, Clay, gets stolen. And ExpressVPN is easy to use. You download the app or you create an account with your computer. Then every time you're online, you take the one extra step of firing up the app with a click of a button and you're protected. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash Clay and Buck. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-V-P-N dot com slash Clay and Buck. And you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash Clay and Buck. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., 
That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Okay, so that conversation which, by the way, you probably can't hear anywhere else in media, is absolutely terrifying. And we had a discussion and version of it yesterday with doctors calling in. And basically the thesis is, and I might have done a poor job trying to explain it because I'm not a doctor, and as Buck and I know, sometimes I'll read things, I'll be like, hey, I understand two-thirds of this really well, but then I don't have the scientific depth of knowledge to understand all of this perfectly. But basically, the hypothesis is, which is out there, that the vaccine is causing antibody-dependent enhancement. And what is occurring is that we are allowing the virus to basically create constantly new variants. It's almost like the overprescription, for better way of describing it, for something that people are familiar with, with antibiotics, That's how right. a drug... Someone can become, if you take a antibiotics for too long, they stop to have an effect on you, and the, the, the virus then has the ability to adjust and conquer what should cure it, for lack of a better way of describing it. And it's it. so fascinating, Clay, because this is reversing so much. If this stuff, and remember, we are speaking in the realm of hypotheses here, yes. but bringing in people with the scientific knowledge and background and who are looking at the data to ground it in reality, we have been told, for example, that the unvaccinated are the reason this is spreading almost entirely. That is that is not true. We that's know right. that that's not not the case. What will be fascinating to see is we've also been told the unvaccinated are effectively the petri dishes for the variants. If we are in an antibody dependent enhancement ADE situation here with this unprecedented immediate mass, va- uh, mass vaccination campaign, Clay, it may in fact be that the vaccinated are operating as petri dishes for variants and enhanced versions of the virus. Which is what I was trying to get at with my question with Alex, which is terrifying if that's actually going to be the case. We got some quotes from you for Fauci. More lies. I want to play them for you when we come back. In the meantime, Tunnel the Towers Foundation helps America never forget 9-11. This year, Foundation's giving 200 mortgage-free homes to American heroes and their families. Last year, Tunnel the Towers started a new tradition to honor the lives lost on 9-11 at the Pentagon in Shanksville. And they're lighting up the night sky with their Towers of Light tribute again. You've never participated in their 5K run and walk. New York City, it's one of the most emotional days of the year. Starts in Brooklyn. Tens of thousands of people retrace Stephen Siller's selfless final footsteps on 9-11. It's the foundation's signature event. West Point cadets run together. Families walk to pay tribute to the loved ones they lost. Breathtaking sight when you see firefighters all over the country running in their gear. 
This year's event is Sunday, September 26th. It features Leonard Skinner, and you can never forget and donate $11 a month to Tunnel the to Towers at T2T.org. You can also sign up for the Run Weekend Concert, T2T.org. Do it today. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I was just telling Buck off the air, there's a lot of shows that get nervous when they talk about things that go against the prevailing consensus media opinion. And what we're doing is we're looking at the data and saying we were told that once the vaccination started, Fauci himself said, hey, once we get to 50%, we'll never see surges again. And here we are sitting at 76%, I think is the most recent data, of people 18 and up, 74% of people 12 and up, and we are still seeing record numbers in states all over the country of COVID cases. What's going on? And a big part of this is the shifting of goalposts, the changing of stories, and my wife actually suggested this. She said, hey, you know what? I remember a while back when Dr. Fauci said that natural immunity was likely to be the pathway out of COVID and that people who got COVID and recovered from it were very likely to be fine. And I had the crew here. I said, you know what? I kind of vaguely remember that, too. I had the crew here go back and look into the the mists of uh, COVID history. We know Dr. Fauci has basically said everything. This goes all the way back to March the 26th, 2020. Okay, so March of last year, Dr. Fauci was asked on Comedy Central's The Daily Show, do we know yet if giving corona, getting coronavirus and surviving it means you're immune to the disease. This was a question that was being asked very early on. What happens with natural immunity? Here was Dr. Fauci's answer in March of 2020, and then I want to play you very much of the same question that he was recently asked on CNN, and let's discuss the differences. First, this is The Daily Show on Comedy Central. As I said, March of 2020. We don't know that for 100 percent certain because we haven't done the study to see re-challenges whether they've been protected. But I feel really confident that if this virus acts like every other virus that we know, once you get infected, get better, clear the virus, that you'll have immunity that will protect you against reinfection. So it's never 100 percent, but I'd be willing to bet anything that people who recover are really protected against reinfection. All right, that is Fauci. I'd be, he said, I'd be willing to bet anything that people who are infected are protected against reinfection. That was Dr. Fauci in March of 2020. Now I want you to listen to what he told Sanjay Gupta last week on CNN when Sanjay Gupta pointed out, hey, wait a minute, Israeli data says, People who are naturally infected have 27 times the protection rate, according to that Israeli data, as people who have vaccinated immunity. Here is what Dr. Fauci said just last week. I want you to consider the difference here and ask, why is he telling a fundamentally different story now? 
There was a study that came out of Israel about natural immunity, and basically the headline was that natural immunity provides a lot of protection, even better than the vaccines alone. Um, how, what, do, what are people to make of that? So, so as we talk about vaccine mandates, there are, I get calls all the time. People say, I've already had COVID, I'm protected, and now the study says maybe even more protected than the vaccine alone. Should they also get the vaccine? How do you make the case to them? You know, that's a really good point, Sanjay. I don't have a really firm answer for you on that. That's something that we're going to have to discuss regarding the durability of the response. The one thing the paper from Israel didn't tell you is whether or not as high as the protection is with natural infection, what's the durability compared to the durability of a vaccine? So it is conceivable that you got infected, you're protected, but you may not be protected for an indefinite period of time. So I think that is something that we need to sit down and discuss seriously because you very appropriately pointed out it is an issue. And there could be an argument for saying what you said. I can translate this, Clay. I, I speak Fauci. Can, can we can we get into this for a second here? What would it look like? What would it mean if after this whole vaccination push that we've had and it came out and became clear that they ignored as they have natural immunity the whole time, all under the premise that, well, of course, the vaccine is better than natural immunity. That's what they were saying in the early days. Ninety five percent protection. We don't know. We can't tell you about the natural immunity, but the vaccine immunity, which also I don't want to be that guy, Clay, but there's tens of billions of dollars at stake yes. here for certain very powerful interests. I, I, I don't think we I don't say that's everything. I do think that, you know, if Big Pharma could cure this tomorrow, as long as they got their tens of billions of dollars, I think they'd be willing to do it. Uh, but I, I I see here Fauci doing what he always does, which is he tailors the message from I know he's at NIAID, which is part of the NIH. Everyone always thinks he's a CDC, but he tailors the federal health bureaucracy message so that it will not upset the sensibilities of Democrat Biden voters. He changes based upon what do I need to say at this point? Because I don't want to upset the CNN audience because you. And by the way, this was all Clay had recollection. It was can actually it was Mrs. Mrs. Yeah. Clay. Who yes. Remembered. Laura Travis was thinking about it. And, and think about this, Buck. He said in March of 2020 that he would bet anything that natural immunity was long lasting. That was his actual words. I'd bet anything. As a gambling man, I'd bet anything means you're pretty confident in the side that you are taking. And now he has pivoted. 19 months later, he says, first of all, I don't know the answer to this question, which, by the way, you had 19 months to figure out the answer. That's a pretty glaring flaw in the first place. And when you look at this also, his fallback became... Oh, but we don't know how long. Okay, natural immunity. The Israel data shows there's good protection. We don't know. 700,000 people they studied, by the way. We don't know how long that lasts, though, is what he says. Yes. Well, isn't that ironic, don't you think? Yes. Because... A little '90s reference for some. We miss. We miss the (laughs) '90s. Alanis said is definitely nodding along. Indeed. Because they obviously didn't know how long the vaccine immunity lasted, Clay, and that didn't stop them. They obviously had no idea. And what's crazy is we now know that the vaccine doesn't last very long. That's why he's advocating for boosters. So if you're arguing, hey, well, maybe I'm going to take the opposite side from what I said back in March when I was saying I'd bet anything that it's long-lasting when you recover based on my entire career of understanding virology. How in the world, when you know 
that the vaccine is of limited duration, do you downplay natural immunity for any reason, Buck, other than, I would say, twofold? One, it undercuts the administration's argument that everybody on the planet has to be vaccinated. And two, there are, as you said, tens of billions of dollars at stake because natural immunity doesn't get Moderna and Pfizer and all of the big pharma companies paid. Yeah, monoclonal antibodies, too, by the way, not not the cash cow that the vaccines are. Just put it up. They do different things. We understand that. But it's interesting to see how they're they're treated so differently. I will say this, too, Clay. I got a very, very dear friend of mine up in Vermont, uh, one of the one of the smartest conservatives I know. And he's he's aware. I know you brought this up in the show. They're having a, a pretty serious covid surge up there. And you have super high vaccination rates up there. And I have friends of mine, including up in Vermont and other places. Well, here in New York, too. Even people who are vaxxed, the boosters have now be the boosters have become the fi- this is the last like they're not doing it. They're like, I'm sorry if. It, you know, I'm I'm ticked off enough that I had that I got vaxxed or whatever. Not, and I'll tell you this right now, the Buckster's not getting boosted. That's for <laughs> that's for damn sure. That's not happening. You already got the Spirit Airlines of vaccines with the J and J one shot. I will say this too: there are some people who will respond to the Vermont data and say, "Oh, well, the death rate is nowhere near what it is in Vermont compared to Florida." Well, that's because Florida is one, a lot bigger, so you have to look at per capita, but also because Vermont is on the early stages, and if we have learned anything from the data, it's that what typically happens is infection rates go up, then hospitalizations go up, and then the death rate goes and, up. And In population words, density, rate, yes, population density specifically. And yes. this is why in the early days, people confuse this. They thought, oh, New York City, it's the, and, and there was this piece in the New York Post about this based on some MIT researcher. Uh, it's the subway system. It actually wasn't the subway system, but the densest housing in the city corresponds with the arteries, yes. if you will, of the subway system because indoor transmission in houses and housing units is where it happens. Dense population, I mean, dense housing in Vermont is when you can shout down the field and your neighbor a half mile away can hear you. It's a very different, you know, no hate Dynamic. to Vermont. It's a beautiful state. I used to no, go to camp it's, there. It's 100% but, yeah, true. But you but, get what I'm saying. The data trails, I think it's important to note, and we've learned this, the data on deaths trails the data on cases and hospitalizations. It's a lagging indicator as opposed to a forefront indicator. I feel, Clay and I talked about this, we might just try to do some kind of a special at some point, maybe it'd just be like a podcast-only thing where we sit down with Alex and maybe one or two other, you know, bring in some medical doc. maybe we get McCary to sit down with us, yeah, and just great. like, and people can listen or not we listen, need we need this on the radio, but... Adidas, uh, I believe, and, and Dr. Atlas, I mean, there are a yeah, lot of people like, we do a round table with these guys, yes. and like, no, with no, no censorship, no holds barred, and anyway, I think We're that's, gonna get I, canceled on every social media platform as soon as we do that. We may get canceled anyway, but that's definitely what's gonna happen. Worth it. Alright, the stock market, folks, it's gonna play some tricks on you. There are so many dynamics at play, not enough time to give it your full attention, right? If you're sitting on the sidelines of the stock market now, you might be missing out. But you know what? Expert traders at Carnivore Trading can help you out here. They'll point you toward industries and companies that will be getting attention in the future. I subscribe I subscribe to Carnivore's trading information. I'm getting text messages in real time saying we're going in on this stock. This is the price target. This is how heavy. This is a group of Wall Street legends that have decided to share their trades with you to make them easy for you to do each day, every day. 
And right now you can get their information free for two weeks. Use that time to track their activity and see if you'd be making money or just follow their trades on your own. See what see what you think. Try carnivore trading right now. Two weeks totally free. Just go online to this website, getourtrades.com. Make sure you use the promo code USA. That's getourtrades.com, promo code USA. See website for terms and conditions, past performance, not a guarantee of future earnings. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Finishing up on this Friday afternoon with all of you. Thanks for being with us. If you missed any part of the show, please go listen to the 
Clay Travis and Buck Sexton podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The iHeart app is a great place. You can also listen to the show streaming on the iHeart app. Look, this is a t- I don't. I, this is a tough story, and, and to hold this for this part of the show is um, not what we wanted to do. But it's just breaking now. From this is courtesy of Lucas Tomlinson over at Fox News. General McKenzie, head of U.S. Central Command, to announce no ISIS K fighters killed in U.S. drone strike in Kabul on August 29th. Ten civilians were killed, including seven children in the Toyota. No disciplinary action expected. U.S. officials uh, say, and they are standing by the intel leading to the strike. Clay, I as soon as we got hit when we lost our 13 uh, corpsmen and and Marines in Afghanistan, and they said, oh, we're going to strike back at them, I thought, I mean, I said this on Fox, I said it on TV, We don't. there's no way we have the intel network to be able to find exactly who is behind this, nor to be able to stop the next one. We're going to be relying on Taliban checkpoints. That's reality. They got too hasty. Ten people dead, seven of them children. I, I hate to always have to do this. What if it were a, if this were the Trump administration? People would be saying he should be handcuffed and taken to the Hague immediately. Instead, it's going to break on Friday afternoon, headed into a busy weekend for a lot of people out there. And by Monday, nobody will be covering this story. Now we'll mention it again on Monday, and we were one of the few that mentioned it last earlier this week, right? Because yep. the previous story. The New York Times had broken it to their credit on a Friday afternoon evening after we went off the air. And for most people, it was swept under the rug Saturday, Sunday. By Monday, it's gone. That's the reason it's coming out right now, Buck. It is a further failure emblematic of the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan of Joe Biden trying to, in some form or fashion, prove that he was tough that's right and this is why this ended this up is, happening. this is top-down pressure I, I mean i can't even you know look at this other than this is from the white house maybe even from Biden himself in the situation room giving a direct you know okay they said they had this car under surveillance we gotta for hours. fire back we gotta let him have it ha, ha, you know this was politics and now you got 10 10 dead bodies seven of them children afghans Guy who desperately dreamed of coming to the United yeah. States. I mean, uh, really, a United States ally. It, honestly, it, it's this along. I mean, it's the just another horrific instance here of what a what a catastrophe the uh, withdrawal was from the Biden administration. Anyway, we just we had to share that with you. It's just breaking now. We want to tell you about it because we've been covering it here this week on the show. We did want to get to some calls though before we close it out because we are an open line Friday. Jordan in Nashville, Tennessee, Clay's uh, great city. Town. What's up? Hey there, can you hear me? We can. Yeah, we got you. Perfect. I just wanted to call to kind of talk about and bring attention to um, the difficulties of procuring alternate COVID treatments, even though I live in a red state under Biden's administration. My um, my husband currently has COVID, and we were legitimately prescribed ivermectin, um, and we have not been able to find a pharmacy to sell it. We've called dozens. <laughs> we tried different states, um, and people just laugh at us when we call. No one will fill it. <laughs> Um, and then my husband was on the list for monoclonal antibodies. He has mild asthma. And when Biden administration took over um, distribution, they cut my state's availability and they said my husband didn't have a severe enough case with the limited numbers of antibodies available to receive treatment. So we had to press even harder than the normal person should have to do to try to find treatment for COVID. Well, we hope your husband's going to be okay, Jordan. And I think what you're reflecting is the incredible pathway 
that the Biden administration has found itself on, where they initially were saying of anyone who wanted to get treatment, for instance, with monoclon- uh, monoclonal antibodies, that it didn't work and that it was junk science. And now it's working so well that they are restricting the distribution of those monoclonal antibodies to states like Florida and other red states that right now are dealing with a surge. And that surge, Buck, it's moving to the Midwest. It's going to move to the Northeast. That's what the data reflects is going to happen. What are they? Thank you so much, Jordan. And, you know, as as one uh, former ivermectin user with who, who had COVID, I got to tell you, uh, I can appreciate how frustrated I would have been if I was told, oh, yeah, no, that MD that you've known for years and years and years who says it's worth a shot, it's not going to hurt you. We're not going to fulfill his prescription, even though it's totally lawful, because we, the pharmacy industry, I mean, the whole thing has just gotten crazy. Clay, what we're heading for, though, is... How are they going to explain when some of these cities and states that are highly, highly vaccinated in the early winter period start to have that spike? If that happens, and I nobody here has a crystal ball. The data reflects that it's very likely. The data shows it's likely. If that happens, I mean, not only is the situation going to get ugly, but the politics around this are going to be radioactive glow in the dark from 100 miles away toxic so get ready for that but clay and i will stand for truth justice in the american way and all that stuff all the good things here on the clay travis and buck Sexton show you have a great time down in florida there i will come by and see me if you're going to be at the alabama florida game and i'll be out in gainesville in a few hours should be fun talk to you a bit monday you're listening to clay travis and buck sexton on the eib network More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.